My clock says four. All right, so it is 1,400 now. It is 1,400 hours. It is 1,600 hours for me. Uh, welcome to episode one of the Mixed Circles podcast. I would like to welcome on to the podcast my very good friend from fucking years ago. Swear to God, I love this dude. He means the most to me. Uh, hey, Mr. Kicks. <laughs> Hell yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome aboard, dude. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we've, uh, we've known each other for, oh, how long? We met in 2013, right? So it's been, yeah, uh, well, it's... let's say, I guess, eight years now. Now that we're in 2021. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not quite eight years. It's like, as long as I was in cadets. It's like seven months <laughs> and like some odd odd month it's like or seven years in some odd month yeah because uh, oh man i i remember the day that we met you were already chosen as my boss because i came in late <laughs> well yeah because i mean the whole intake process of that whole thing i was thinking about it the other day and it was just interesting the whole intake process was basically like all of the all of the seniors, so the yeah. ones that run the camp while the officers are actually doing office work. Um, yeah. We were actually set up in multiple classrooms, multiple drill classes. Like you had to do your uniform every day. Like there was a huge entry level hard first week like they really wanted to weed out the week out of this first week like we started out with probably 40 i think after the first week we ended with like 37 <laughs> because yeah. of just kids being stupid and you know being immature at the time because again yeah. it was 2013 yeah And then I like came in after that because I was uh, I was a replacement for one of those people. <laughs> and uh, I remember the first day that uh, that I got there, you know, after like all the all the shebang happened, all the formalities, and and we like and we started hanging out just like after hours, and we just we just got to like pretty much know each other. Well, yeah. Right well, after. I mean, yeah. as one does on at cadet camp. Yeah. Like, for, those, for those listening, yeah, like we uh, we met, what, 2013? 2013 at, uh, at a, well, we'll call it a cadet camp. That's that's yeah, as, as much as we'll divulge. Summer camp. <laughs> summer camp slash cadet camp. That's. <laughs> but I mean, that was a long time ago, man. Like, it was great, though. But that whole first week was just hard. Like, we had to do our uniforms every night. We had to do our boots every night. Like, it was just grueling. And the 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 competitions between the people just to get the highest rank was absolutely ridiculous. Like, it was, it was a dog-eat-dog world. Like, I swear. Like, there was... 16 year olds to nine like almost 19 year olds fighting for this one position of you know the top position where you could you know god. basically be god for the rest of the summer and you know get the most bank 
Like, yeah, I, I remember I was very happy that I avoided all of that because I had done that process last year, or sorry, the year before. Yeah. Um, before we met, and uh, you know me, I'm obviously a super chill looking dude. Well, yeah. And well, I mean, I, both I, of us I are super chill. I absolutely, I absolutely hated the competition. Yeah. Still got like pretty high up there, but uh, I I wanted to avoid it as much as I possibly could when I when I was when I was there. It was, I I hate the uh, the dick measuring contest really. Well, was yeah, it was basically all a dick measuring contest the whole time. Didn't matter whether you were male or female. Like, there was no... There was competitions between both genders. Like, it didn't matter. Even, even after that, too, right? When when we all started working, when all those kids came in and everything like that, everybody wanted to just... Like, it's awesome that everybody wants to put their best foot forward and all that. Yeah. Right? But the biggest problem is that you start... Like, the people there, at least, started competing with each other inside of their own sections and groups yeah like so and it didn't it didn't matter who they were and what rank they were they were always just trying to like upstage each other well yeah exactly it's just i don't i don't know whether it's like a it's like a competition like a, a mental like a mental competition where they can't just like satisfy themselves with just like the mediocre competition you know what i mean like um yeah like a game of chess yeah like like, just knowing you won a game of chess just makes you happy and you can put down the game for the rest of the day and be like yeah yeah it can be a good thing like uh, the work that i do now obviously um like there is competition but it's it's in a more positive light and everyone is more of a team over there you really didn't um you didn't really feel that the entire time it was more like Putting a bunch of cats together. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, with with my position at the camp, um, my position was actually to control everybody. (laughs) Like, whether it was my whether it was my subordinates underneath me, like my my lower ranks, or the actual course cadets themselves. Like, I would have to like I would have to basically manage my my own going but also manage everybody else's going as well but i mean i think that's what the officers really noticed in what i would put forward is i would be very quiet in the background like i would you know watch and learn but i mean once once that you know once that bell hit it's like that like there was no miss there was no misfire there was it was all like, okay, you need to, like, what are you doing? What kind of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, from what I remember, you were pretty hands-off with the groups that you felt very comfortable with, including my, my own. Uh, but the ones that uh, that really weren't doing so well, you had more of a say in what they did in their day-to-day lives. I remember that. Well, yeah, because, well, I mean, it's it's just, it's not to take anything away from my leaders, like I know they were good leaders. They were competent. They were competent in what they were doing. They just had trouble kids is what the what the issue was and they just didn't didn't have that um, experience dealing with that different style, you know what I mean? 
like um different kids act differently you know what i mean like um some are more quiet some will just sit there and wait for you to speak to them but some will actually feel more comfortable and actually open up to you and actually be like hey my name is this this is what i like this is what i like to do like a lot of but they'll be really engaged with you but you have to judge the engagement it's like, is this person engaging me for the right reasons? Say, yeah. well, I'm I'm obviously a very, uh, uh, well, attractive male. I will say that, um, <laughs> as you are. <laughs> uh, well, you could you could call my bullshit. You could not call my bullshit. But I mean, like, I'm I feel like I am attractive male, right? So when like whether it was male, female, I didn't give a crap. Like I knew there was going to be this confusion, but I mean, I didn't approach everybody with the same, you know, with the same opening. It's like, Hey, how's it going? Or like, what's, what's up? Like you look a little down, you look like it's, it's also your approach into the beginning of the conversation. It's like, you can really steer a conversation if you know how to lead it. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, that's that's a huge contrast to what I did because I approached everybody the same way. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, like once I got the gist of what was going on and everything like that, then I would hear the conversation one way or the other. But that that was my thing was I really I treated everybody on the same playing field. It didn't really mm-hmm. matter who they were, what whatever, right? Well, like, yeah, and it. I generally, well yeah and you generally didn't care and you you were very professional like even back in the day i i i kind of reminisce and uh it's just it's absolutely amazing like the way you came off was just nobody had that much professionalism like it's just nobody had that everybody had that switch whether it was work or fun Everybody had that switch, but you knew how, where that line was drawn and you knew it was drawn every day, whether it was fun or work, you knew you had to be professional in both lives because you have to provide the best information about yourself. Like your personal image is so, your personal image back then was so pure. So like it was, you just had an energy coming off of you. It was just a fun energetic energy that was just radiating this positivity like it was just it's it's funny that you mentioned that because uh like even till this to this day people know me from from cadets and still and i still run into these people yeah um uh story about i think it was a year ago no two years ago now um i was out in the mall uh, just uh, with my ex-girlfriend. Yep. And I, I was stalked by some kid. And, and uh, it was one of the kids that I had taught uh, in Penhold. Yeah. Um, and he goes, hey, you're such and such. And I was like, yeah. And I yeah. Because, <laughs> like, obviously he threw up. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, no way. Like, mm- <laughs> And yeah, he, he still remembered me by that name, and I was surprised, obviously, like my my uh, girlfriend at the time was too, and like it really spoke a 
lot to the influence that we had over there. Right? Yeah. To, like, what we really did for these kids. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, like, what we... Well, it's it's amazing what we actually did for the kids, though. It's not even... Ooh. It's not even the, not the fact of... Um, it's not even the fact that we, you know, we're nice to them. We treated them with respect. They tr we treated them as adults because kids are little adults. That's what they are. Like, if you treat them like an adult, they're going to treat you the same way. Like, if you actually be honest with, a, with like, let's say even a seven-year-old. A seven-year-old is going to have the comprehension of a little bit of what you're saying. You're going to have to further explain your thought, but, I mean, the kid's going to get it once and, like, after a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, we were, we were mentors to these, uh, to these kids, and I, I like to think, again, just from the evidence that I've, that I've seen over the years of these kids coming up to me now that they're adults, uh, that uh, we, we impacted their lives pretty greatly. And um, the unfortunate part is the people that, or the kids that tend to have the best of leadership, yeah, exactly, right? They, they talk about, like, their staff in ill will, unfortunately. Yeah, like... But, I mean, that also that, al that also comes with who the person was as a person, you know what I mean? It's like, if you have nothing good to say, why say it? Because you're I, just I, putting... I believe that there are times when you do have to give that constructive criticism. Well, yeah, but there is there is that time and the place. Like, I do agree there is a time and a place for that constructive criticism. But, I mean, it can be done in not such a harsh way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I always... Like, when I first started out, like, my, my temper would really show through my passion. Like, when I would get passionate, I would get very loud and very authoritative. Because that's who I am as a person. I'm a very calm, authoritative person. Like, I can be very blunt and, you know, lead a conversation. Even at the calmest of moods, even when you're screaming at me. Because oh, yeah. I think it's I think it's also our training back in the day. is because we had those guys that would come up into our face and scream at us. They wouldn't be afraid to, you know, go, hey, you, kid, like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, you're doing something wrong, stop it. Like, you know you're doing wrong. Exactly, and unfortunately, that, that program has, has changed into something that we, you and I don't really necessarily agree with anymore. And yeah. I, I do my best to actually uh, distance myself a lot. Well, yeah. You know, you know that. Yeah, like... I, I yeah, like when I actually when I actually left the program, right? Um, I tried to distance myself as as much as possible. I knew I couldn't go back in right away because I knew I was gonna have those cadets that had those personal connections with me coming up through yeah. the years, and I I wanted to wait until they were at least like you know flight sergeants warrants warrant like warrant seconds warrant first like you know 17 18 19 once those kid, kids are like you know now young adults and they actually have a comprehension of what an adult actually is 
then you can then you can come in and be like, hey, remember me back in the day. But now it's more of a professional relationship because you had that professional relationship back in the day to start with. Yeah. And even like what we did back in the day to get back to that was we were the original influencers. Yeah. Like we, we influenced three flights of kids that were anywhere from, you know, age 11. Like sometimes, you know, the cadet program would, you know, bend the, bend the entry rule a little bit. Yeah. Navy, uh, I believe starts at eight. It goes eight to to twelve, and then cadet starts from twelve to. Yeah, like they were. Uh, uh, I believe it's like Navy Rangers or something. Like I'm not too sure no. on 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 the on the before, but I believe there was some connection back in the day. There was. So it, it was it was the Navy League. So that was between the ages of eight to twelve, and then mm. cadets was twelve to eighteen, and. Um, the kids that we had that were like eleven, mm-hmm. they they were Navy League cadets. Yeah. Um, that wanted to be part of the cadet program, so they already had had the had the waivers and everything like that to, to be at that summer camp. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously, the, with being the cadet program, you always had to sign waivers for everything. Like even if you wanted to go on like a school like a, a trip to, you know, the 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 museum, it's like. Hey, we're not liable for like any injuries or anything that happens here. It's like we are in control of your kids, but we do not control your kids. Like, which makes sense. It, it honestly, which makes honestly sense. makes so much sense. It's like why, like the waivers, why aren't they pushed more? You know what I mean? Like, the waiver of even signing your kid up for cadets. It's like to understand. It's like once you sign your kid up for cadets. You have no say what goes on in the cadet program. Like cadet program, you have no say or control of what goes on or why your kid is not promoted or, you know, like you have no say. And that's what it really stems down to is the, the relationship probably between the parents and, and the program. But I'm speaking from experience from back in the day. I don't know what it is today. So I'm like, I don't have much basis on what's going on today. I only go off of my experience, like from five years ago, you know what I mean? Like it's all experience that's past. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long time ago. (laughs) I, uh, I obviously have nothing to do with the, with the cadet program nowadays and I Thank God I don't, because... Uh, well, I mean, it's... Uh, like, the cadet program was also changing behind us. As we were yeah, progressing, the cadet program was changing into this, like, silly, like... We're gonna let your kids do whatever the heck they want to the uniforms, and wear it however the heck they want, and there's no enforcement to anything, because we're not allowed to yell at your kids. But, I mean, we could we could slap them on the wrist... All day! Like, like, slapping stamps on, you know, mail. Like, we could slap the wrist all day. We could say, hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Hey. At at some point, you're just going to go, hey. Like, I told you once, twice, three, like, four, five, six. Like, 
That's why, um, well, that's, back in 2012... That's where, you have to learn command. that's where you have to learn to command respect. Right? Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it's like... Sometimes it's like you can't get respect. It's earned. With certain kids, it is that way. That's how it was when they grew up. It's like you earn your respect. You know what I mean? It's like the way you speak to them and the way you're coming off will generalize how you are as a person... And how you are out of the uniform. And that's also also the, the, the really great thing between 2012 and 2013. Was 2012 was my sergeant year. Yeah. Like I was the I was the lowest rank. Like I was one yeah. of the I was one of the the grunts, basically. I was one of the pawns in the big chess game that was, you know, summer camp. Yeah. It's like you got you got your kids you got your kids up and ready to go and then you know you got personal connections with each flight. Like I still remember my first flight of uh, a bird. I'm not going to disclose the bird because well that would give away the flight. But I mean it's named after a plane. Like all oh, yeah. all flights were were named after a plane. <laughs> Because oh, obviously it was an air cadet base. <laughs> well, it wasn't the base at that point anymore. Well, it wasn't. Well, yeah, it was like it was just like a training center kind of. Like it was just like a, yeah. a retired military area that was engulfed in a town, but not in the town. It yeah. was weird, like that. Well, I, I remember. I remember uh, the first time that I staffed. That was. That was also 2012, and uh, yeah, mine mine was on a base up north, and that was a lot of fun to be in. <laughs> yeah, really, like it was like all, all the cool jets and everything. Like yeah, that. exactly, yeah, right? Like that year. <laughs> yeah, they they filmed the A team that year at that base. Oh shit! And, really? Yeah, and uh, and we got we saw like all these film crews and everything. And that's amazing. And, uh, yeah, they like, they had a. Uh, they had a C-130 take off from it as part of their shoot. So if you watch the A-Team and uh, you notice, I think it's the scene, yeah, it's the scene where they're escaping from prison or wherever, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you just see this C-130, like, smashing through all of these CF-18 Hornets, like, taking out the canopies. That's amazing. That's, that's where that was filmed. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't, like, fly a C-130 through a bunch of, like, canopies, because that would have been, like, billions of dollars. Well, yeah, obviously. Oh, but, uh, yeah, no, they, they filmed that there, and it was really cool to see. Yeah. Like, ooh, jets are amazing, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, just, a, it's just the... And just the, the... The the ramp of technology that went really quickly we we went from the wright brothers to like flying really quickly and then after that it just uh, woof, like after world war ii it just took off oh hell yeah literally yeah like I literally know. like to the like to the stars <laughs> that uh, that reminds me of um well, my one of my favorite books it's uh, first man by Neil Armstrong, obviously the first guy that, uh, my, uh, that stepped foot on the moon. Step foot on the moon. And, uh, so people say. Say again? So people say. What? Oh, we did. 
definitely landed on <laughs> Why, you don't buy into the conspiracy? Hell no. You know how stupid that conspiracy is? You know how many people would have to keep that secret? Yeah, I know, right? Like, how many That's people, like... You, the the random janitor, the random janitor that probably would have would have been like, hey, I saw the whole thing, like, please, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. give me all the money. So um, anyways, as I was saying, uh, yeah, sorry, I cut you off. Sorry. In his, in his book, he writes. He writes about only 30 years before I was born. I was, that's worse, right? <laughs> only 30 years before I was born, uh, we just started plot. Now I'm like 36 or whatever, and I'm seven foot on the moon. And that was only a 60 year difference. Yeah. Between us, like, trying to be like birds and then now just going and exploring our solar system there. I think, I think that's, I think that's pretty amazing. It's unfortunate that the, the progress has stagnated for, for quite some time. Well, I mean, I'm glad to see what's happening nowadays. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been pretty stagnant, but I mean, we also need to realize how much burning fuel that we're putting into the atmosphere with how many rockets we puncture the atmosphere with. Well, rocket fuel actually doesn't affect a lot of that. Well, I mean, it still has a minor effect, though. It still has an effect, but it, it doesn't have an effect that most people actually think there is. The reason being is because nowadays most of the fuel that's used is already found in the atmosphere, so um, they just have a mix of usually it's either hydrogen, helium, or oxygen, two, two or three of those things. And it's just getting put back into the atmosphere. That's what that rocket exhaust is, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also the burning... Like, what is produced by the burning uh, of the fuel? You know what I mean? It's like... CO2 is produced by gas in a car. Because yeah, these things didn't produce CO2. So, well, well CO and CO2 come out your tailpipe. Like carbon monoxide and yeah, carbon dioxide. These ran on... I believe the Saturn V ran on kerosene and oxygen. Yeah. we're obviously in their space. Yeah. So, yeah, they were putting kerosene back into the atmosphere, but they were, but it, they inputted a lot more uh, oxygen back into the system than they did really anything. And nowadays, obviously, with hydrogen and oxygen, it's a lot cleaner. Uh, yeah. Just, well, it's just, it would be interesting to, like, how, it would be interesting to, uh, to, uh, study like what is produced by the burning fuel you know what i mean like what is it actually doing to our environment and is it green you know what i mean like nasa does have does have that data on their site that's all well yeah obviously but i mean i'm just too lazy to go fucking searching you know what i mean it's like i i i want to know but i don't like i'm i'm pretty cool right here i'll 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 study what i want to study <laughs> Remember that. Remember that. But yeah, this is uh, yeah, no, this is kind of my kind of my jam. It's just one of the hobbies that I like doing is uh, research into 
of your thoughts and the space exploration history. Uh, yeah. I absolutely And I'll, I'll put in a plug-in for, like, my favorite YouTubers, Scott Manley and Amy Shira Title. They've got great, great YouTube videos on if anyone's interested on on that kind of subject. And, yeah. They really break it down to the layman, but it's still very technically uh, sound. Technically sound, yeah. Yeah, and it is it's quite interesting, at, at least for people that are super into that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, true. So, yeah. Like, oh, I mean, oh, yeah. like, some of our listeners might even, like, watch the same YouTube channel, so, you know. They've... Holy crap, you watch oh. the same stuff as me? Holy jeez, you're an actual person! Uh, <laughs> I hope I'm a real person. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, that was the thing, right? Is back in the day, back in 2012 and 2013, I don't know what about you, but I got a pretty big ego boost from getting paid every day a certain amount. Alright. And then having everybody coming to me with their problems. Like, I got such a big ego boost after 2013. I thought it was hot I, stuff. Like... I, I don't think I... I don't think I did. I don't think I really got a huge ego boost after that. And I think that, that just... I think for me... I think that also I speaks to your character, though. Maybe. I, for me, I was just I was just there to do a job and yeah. I just really wanted to knock it out of the park, right? That well, was, I mean, and that's that's for everybody, but uh, I mean, I hold that. Kind well, of, yeah, I I held that too. But I mean, yeah. I was there to do a job, but I was also there to do a job. Like I took it the most, the the ser- like the most serious. Like I knew I was controlling. You know, three flights with, you know, X number of flight staff with, you know, this schedule, this flight has this schedule, this flight has this schedule, and this flight has this schedule. Like, I wish I would have got, like, a a certificate of qualification from, you know, just to, just to yeah, show I, off on my resume, because that, that in itself is like, hey, I can be a general manager. Like, this is a general manager position. I remember at, towards the end of each uh, serial that we had, because we had three serials of kids, and there were two three weeks each, we would ask them who uh, who was their favorite. Oh my them. god, yeah. And it was con- it was consistently you and me. <laughs> well, yeah, consistently. But I mean, it was also the was fact of. Funny. If I felt bad for anybody else, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, there was also this tradition hardcore tradition that I kept with my with both my kids like and I say my kids as in like they were all my kids like they honestly knew that hey if you had a problem my door is like literally off the bolts and like just come in come in and talk with me if you come in and talk with me and talk about your problems I can do something about it because overall uh, other than like minus the staff guests that were there, you were in charge of, uh, I believe, on average, 75 kids. Yep. Uh, yeah, 75 kids. And uh, on top of that, the staff cadets, I believe there were four or five for each for each flight. Yep. So, yeah, you were, you were in charge of, of quite a bit. 
Well, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I was in charge of, like, a lot of people, but fucking so what, man? Like, you're just one fucking person. Like, that's what I, that's what I don't understand about, you know, like, politics. We were a pretty well-run team. Yeah, like, politics should be run as a team. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's, I won't get into politics and all that fun, like, you go left and you go right. and blah, blah, blah. It's just exhausting to get into. Politics is just, in and itself, exhausting, so we're not going to touch base at all on politics. I'm just, you know, explaining to the listener that, you know, this is this is a thing that we're staying away from today. Yeah, but in terms of what we were doing. But there, in terms of what uh, we were doing, yeah. The, the pol- more so the politics in there was between all of us. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it, I, re- I remember there were like a lot of a lot of squabbles and a lot of moving around of staff It's the entire time that we were there. You know what it was? It was certain people thought they didn't get what they deserved. And they were upset that they didn't get what they deserved. And rightfully so, they they have a right to feel that way. But at the end of the day, it's how you treat your your people. Your you know, they watched you how you interacted with people. They watched you when you got off the parade square. Where did you go? Like they're not just watching you while you're on parade. Like Big Brother is watching. Like, there's always somebody watching you. I, I remember I was a I was a huge, huge like nerd back then. Yeah, I know, and, right? Uh, like, I was a huge I, nerd I too. After after those parades, I didn't take my uniform off until it was like the end of the workday. Well, yeah. Uh, even though everybody, even though everybody else had changed already, because like those those were the days where it was like parade and then that was it. Right? Yeah. But because I was such a huge nerd and was, like, just doing a lot of work, I was... I, I still had my uniform on. But, I mean, you felt oh, more man. comfortable I, I, in I your uniform. That, though. I'm just like, oh, my God, wow, yeah. what the fuck's wrong? <laughs> but, I mean, you felt, you felt, you felt comfortable in your, in your uniform because you were the only one, really. Like, we had two really? other, we had two other POs that were, you know, POs. Because they were sea cadets, but I mean, that was, that was the only, like, 2013 was an amazing year. I don't know why, why they got rid of it, because 2013 was an amazing year. We had unity of all three, all three elements. Army, air, and sea were all in one training camp all at once. Like, it was amazing time. Yeah, but there were, there were a lot of issues, though. Well, I mean, yes, there were issues, but as comes with a regular job, like, there's always going to be issues. There's always going to be those well, people I, that are going to naysay. In my opinion, I think those issues spoke a lot to, to how, that it was, how it was run at that time and who was in charge and, and, that, yeah. and leadership. I'm not going to speak too much ill will to that because they did the best that they could. Yeah, they did the best that they could, but I mean, like, it was... This was the first time that they were running it, right? Yeah, but I mean... Running But, um... They also had... The, the, lack, of, the lack of prep and the it lack was, of understanding... That it wasn't was, even the lack of prep, it was the yeah. lack of care. No, I, I'd say that it, it was definitely a lack of prep. They did care a lot, 
they uh, cared a lot, but I mean, they cared a lot about what rank they got. I think it was more so that because we all came from different quote unquote branches, yeah, that there was a lot of butting of heads of how this should be done, how how these traditions should be kept, and how which traditions are right and wrong and stuff like that. Yeah, that was that's where the politics really came into that. Yeah, well, I mean. Each, each, Everybody was butting heads on, uh, on all of those issues. But I mean, it was it was traditions are traditions. I'm sorry, traditions are traditions. Like you can't get away from tradition. You can't because yeah, it's it's. There is a certain point where you have to be like, you have to take a step back from that and really see what the best way to to go about this is with. With as much cohesion as you possibly can, with the different elements that you have going out there, right? And like to this day, like I, I implement that into my work. You know, try to take a step back, take a look at, at the bigger picture, see how it all runs, and and find the happy middle ground where everybody can play off of. Because once you have that, then you have a good base for everything else, right? That's that's where my opinion comes from. Like um, tradition is is important, but it it gets in the way of getting the job done properly. And teaching these kids right, you know, in that moment, then, then yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it shouldn't go off the wayside. Uh, tra- tradition is tradition, though. But I mean, in the in the right context, tradition should stay tradition. You know what I mean? Like, there's just some values you learn from traditions that are actually, like, key in life. The fact of Christmas in July. The fact of Christmas in July was a tradition that I kept very serious. Like, all my staff knew that, like, this was a big day for everybody. Like, this was, you know, have your, all your kids, I don't care what they were, like, what they were supposed to do, put them in PT. Like, put them in PT, put them in relaxed gear. Like, it's supposed to be a chill day. Because Christmas in, Christmas in July was July 25th. Everybody would do secret Santas, everybody would wrap their, like, everybody would wrap gifts, and, you know, actually put thought into actually wrapping gifts and the gifts that they gave people. And these people were all kids from Central, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC. Like, they were kids from all over the place. And they got along absolutely amazing. And it's just... I don't know why we can't have that unity now it's just it's that unity isn't there it's like everybody wants it but everybody is too abrasive to budge on their idea well um so my opinion on that yeah everybody nowadays stays within their own circle because that's what they're the most comfortable with well yeah everybody stays in their own lane it's very unfortunate I do my best personally to try and not do that. You know, 
look at all the evidence and everything like that, and then make an informed decision and stuff like that. And uh, and that does take time. People, uh, and I'm speaking generally, people generally don't want to take the time to do that, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I wish more people would, because cause that's where we see the divide nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Everybody is is in their own groups and they like what they like on Facebook and YouTube, and that's all they watch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and that's, that's the thing is, like, everybody's closed off. Everybody doesn't want to be, you know, open to interaction. Like, they don't want anything. They just want to wake up, do their, sh like, do their shit, and go to bed. That's all they want to do. Like, I've tried to reach out to so many people, and I've got, like, one-word answer back. And I'm like, okay, we haven't talked in, like, how long, and you're giving me, like, a digestible yeah. sentence that's, like, y you did it half-assed. Yeah. Like, no thoughts yeah. being put into anything anymore. It's just you're doing yeah. stuff to do stuff. Yeah. And for, for a time, you and I didn't speak for a while. That was uh, because of that, and, like, obviously, I with, uh, with my work picking up quite significantly. Well, I mean, yeah, um, your work picked up quite significantly. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we didn't speak for, I want to say, about three or four years. Like, we, we, like, talked to each other, but, like, it was... It was, it was brief interactions, like, on, on Facebook or Instagram, like, through a tweet, or, not a tweet, sorry. Oh, crap. Um through a comment or like personal message like i slid into your dms basically <laughs> yeah you definitely slid into my <laughs> <laughs> hey what's up man what's up man like how's, how's it going like how you doing and then you you were pretty chill you were like yeah i'm doing good like this is how you know like back in the day like you unfortunately aren't with this lady anymore but you're doing better but back in the day, you were with her, and you were doing well, and things were semi-picking up. I mean, I was coming into, like, the start of the relationship, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't right, see yeah. it I didn't see it blossom, because once... Like, I saw you guys get together, basically. I, yeah. I knew of the two of you being together. That's it. Yeah, you, you, knew, you knew of us. Uh, yeah. Obviously, like... Obviously, this person and I aren't together anymore. I, I have no ill will against her or against the relationship, but it was actually quite quite uh, quite nice and made me grow uh, as a person. And what I and made me discover what, what I really wanted out of a out of a relationship or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You've, you it basically you became you know you became better. You became better for it. She yeah. not only she yeah. not only changed like she didn't. She had a hand in molding you, is what I'm saying. It's like you as a as a tree, she took one of your branches and broke it, but you have, you know, grew, grown it back. I, 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 I wouldn't say she broke it. I, I think of myself as like a... But I mean, it's not a... But it's not a full break, is what I'm saying. It's like a fracture. 
I, I think uh, I think uh, my outlook on that is different. I think what I am really is uh, more of a sculpture. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, putting some things out and putting some things back in. I'm I'm sorry if I look at you as a tree because when I look at you, I see solid. So I'm like, can I can I touch you? Can like, ha. Huh? Like, what is this metal underneath here? Is this, what is this? Like, is this muscle metal? Like, is that a, a description of who I am physically? Or who I yes, that, that, is a, that is a description of you physically. Like, that is metal underneath there. I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess. Like, <laughs> did you mean you guessed? How long did you work out for? Oh, here comes a story. Of course, here comes a story. Yeah, so before before I got into my job, I was maybe 110 pounds soaking wet. Oh, so me right now, and, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then I packed on about 20 pounds of muscle just to get 130. And I, I remember <laughs> I remember after I, I had gotten in, I lost like 10 pounds because the the training was obviously quite hard. Well, yeah. Well, not that hard, but like you know. It was um, in it. It was intensive. It uh, like looking back at it now, it, it wasn't really. Um, but well, now now that you're like a little bit bigger, that you know you. are Not yeah. a scrawny. <laughs> like, like you gotta you gotta think that you, back then you were also. I tinier. Tiny. Yeah, no, I, I was like a tiny scrawny kid, bulked up to one thirty, lost. 10 pounds, so I was down to 120, and then after that, I gained 40 pounds, Jesus and now I sit, at, uh, I sit at a pretty lean 160, unfortunately, my cheeks are, I can't get rid of the baby fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe it's, 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 it's the, what you're eating right now. <laughs> well, do you mean coffee? <laughs> well, I mean, how, how much do you eat during the day? And how big are your meals? That's also the thing. It's like, what are you doing during the day and how big are your meals? It's like, if your meals outweigh your your activity-ness, then you're going to tip the scale. Like, Yeah, because like, right now I'm not at a caloric deficit. I'm, I'm bulking up again. So. Yeah. But just eating, I've always been missing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's amazing because... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, back in October, I started listening to, um, uh, Joe Rogan again. I got back to his podcast, but I actually started listen, like actually listening to the podcast, like, um, and listening to the content and actually like sitting down and actually listening to full podcast, not just like little snippets. And, um. I remember one with Douglas Murray while I was at work. Oh, yeah. like this, he is a English writer from, I believe, uh, UK or Europe, one of the two. I believe UK. He's a writer in UK. <laughs> so he's English, right? He has the accent. But I mean, the way they talk and the way they know the... English language is so articulate they can 
really flow a conversation. You know what I mean? Like they have such a fluidity to them. Well, I mean, it's also well. In I'm speaking in general, like in general terms. I'm not speaking as a as a. You know, I'm not trying to. But I mean, the way he speaks is very articulate, and the way he's just so poetic. Like he, you can tell he's very versed. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like versed in 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 written literature. So yeah. like, and the way he speaks just caught me, and the way he was taking me in these emotional roller coasters during work was just amazing and i was like yes like yes man like speak brother like yes like i'm 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 sanding a hood and i'm like yes let's go like he's just he's giving me energy with just how he's speaking and it was amazing and it's just the 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 power and magic of podcasts was just really caught in that day and that's why I really wanted to make this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm your first guest. <laughs> and you're my first guest, and it's 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 been an absolutely amazing experience. Like I appreciate this so much. I even I even know that oh, you're well. even taking a break from your daily life and actually, you know, indulging me for fuck. What is it? Oh hell yeah. Forty nine minutes now, like. Even even though it's even the a shorter part, like it's gonna be a shorter cut, but I mean, I still appreciate every every minute, every word. Oh hell yeah! Like, oh yeah, and we we've been talking quite regularly too. Yeah, like even even like off air, we've been personally speaking a lot. Like we've been we've we've indulged in a lot of different conversations like it's been really constructive like you've really molded like the the way you spoke to me about um let's just say your position in your organization um the way you you spoke about it was just so professional and the way you kind of caught me on the the negatives points and you were like hey, 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 hey. no 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 like you really steered me into like an understanding of what the actual thing means the whole yeah. generalization of it like you just the way the way you spoke was really poetic and really summed up the whole thing and it was just a great synopsis and it's just a great view on the whole organization. I think I think the listeners would uh, can can pretty much point out what I do right now because we've just been interjecting these, these not so subtle hints. Well, I mean, for the intellectually sound, I'm pretty sure they kind of get the game that we're trying to play. Like we're trying to dance around this game, like like. Which is Pawn, pawns in a pawns in a game of chess. I love it. Like, uh, uh, it's, it's some verbal jujitsu. It's verbal jujitsu. It's literally <laughs> verbal jujitsu. And I mean, that can be the topic of. 
<laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it, they uh, they also need to know you personally to know what you do. Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we've kept it to a generalization that even the people now that are listening to this are like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you guys going on about? Like, you're supposed to end the podcast by now. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, come on. Like, where's the ending? You guys were talking about this great huge thing and swung and did your shit and did your verbal jiu-jitsu. Oh, we, we still got 38 minutes left or something like that. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> But I mean, if you need a hard out, then you can hard out. Oh, oh no, I don't. Like, I'm, I'm still good for, for another 38 minutes, like you said. So. All right. Yeah, no, I, I really, like, because I've been wanting to, to talk about my experiences and, I guess, like, my, my point of view. And, I, and I've really opened up quite a bit to very, very significantly since I got back home. Well, yeah, but I'm pretty sure that it's been pretty significant in the couple of days that we've been talking. Yeah, this is my way of opening up a lot more. Yeah, um, like talking in, in generalizations, it's going to, like, being with the organization that you are with, you cannot really speak about your mind when you are at your position. But I mean that, like, I don't want to speak, you know, like, I don't want to. It's the jujitsu. It's it's like I'm 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 throwing a jab and like, oh shit! Like, did that actually catch? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! But yeah, no. Since I came back home, like, I think it was like we mentioned before, I was I was quite. I don't want to say closed off because I was still. Yeah. Well, I mean. It was just more like I didn't really want to put myself out there, right? and, and not that doesn't speak much to my position. It speaks more to who I am. Yeah, who you are as a person is like it's it's like I, I, I speak in generalizations because I know you're more comfortable in generalizations. Like you don't like to speak yeah. about specific things because you don't like to speak ill will about specific things. You know what I mean? Like um, yeah. you're a very caring person about what you say. And it's, it's a really great, like, this is why I wanted to get you on. I'm so happy that you wanted to, like, record oh, yeah. longer. Like, I'm, like, this is, ah, this is amazing. Um, it honestly didn't take a lot for you to convince me because I was already opening up to that. Well, I mean, yeah, but, like, you were also trying to get your buddies to try and, you know, get something going. But, I mean, if they listen to this and go, like, let's do it like you did it let's let's do a group one now like if you want if you if you want to get a couple of your couple of your buds and be like hey if you want to have beers and sit down and speak around a phone and just you know contact me and then you know we can have another part and then that would just be great content in the future that even the listeners might even want to listen to you know what i mean 
So if anybody's listening, throw it down in the comments below. <laughs> what y'all want us to talk about. I don't even know where the comments are, man. Like, I even look myself to comment, and I'm like, where the fuck am I going? Like, where... Is there a comment section? I swear to God, there's no comment section. I'm like... So, so what's the... Fuck. I'm, I'm just very curious, because uh, I don't think we, we talked about which platform this is, this is on. Hey. Let's say again. I said I'm... I'm I'm kind of curious because I, I don't think we ever talked about what platform this is on. Oh, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a generalized podcast. Like no, it's no, what I what I meant was like which system is um, YouTube or a podcast platform like uh like which it's podcast like pod, like I could I could do like a animated like animated series on YouTube no, or like something. Oh, I meant like which which site or whatever. Oh, um. I'm not too sure, actually. Like, I'm probably going to open, like, just try and get it up to my feed at least and then go from there. Like, yeah. see if I can get it on Spotify because I know it to get it on Spotify, you at least, you at least need to have one recording done. Yeah. And, I mean, I didn't want to just throw up a recording of, like, this is the Mixer Coach Podcast. Welcome to the Mixer Coach Podcast. Yeah. This is amazing content. You will love this. Like, no, I didn't want to do that. But uh, what really convinced me to, to hop on was the description that you had about this. Uh, and part of it is a genuine conversation. So. Well, I mean, that's that's well, also in the in the description as well. If you guys have actually like listened, yeah. like read the description and actually you know wanted to listen to a genuine conversation between two buds of like. Old times, basically, drinking fucking, you know, fitness drinks because we're both, you know, looking out for our weight. And, you know, I'm actually bulking up quite a bit. Like, it's, it's getting yeah, up there. Like, But that's, that's what got me in. Like, I was saying, um, the, ge- the, the genuine description. Yeah. Or, or, sorry, the genuine conversation, sorry. Yeah, the genuine conversation. Uh, that was- that was uh, that was the part that really roped me in into doing this is because you know in these in these quote unquote trying times I guess they are yeah in these trying times. Well, I mean, they trying times. I mean, I'm uh, sorry to cut you off again, but I mean, like, let, let's just say I I live in like a five pace by five pace living room. <laughs> In, the, in these trying times, we, we, yeah. we don't have that, uh, that genuine conversation with, yeah. with anybody. And uh, I think that uh, this is a good platform to really have that on. Yeah, exactly. To, like, to, let people, to let people comment, to let people, you know, be part of the conversation that we're having. Yeah, like, like I mean... I don't like I don't like talking about politics at all. <laughs> like I I actually love talking about politics. Um, but I, I think it's just a genuine conversation about uh, just the two people yeah. or more <laughs> uh, talking about life and their experiences. Yeah, I think that's I think that's important nowadays. People need to understand where everybody where everybody comes from. Yeah, exactly. Like that's 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 basically why I wanted to make this podcast, right? is the reason why I chose mixed circles out of anything, right, is basically, like, 
a play off of my gamer tag. If you if you know my gamer tag, then you know then you know me, right? That's basically it. But with the, this podcast, I don't want to be known. Like I don't want to be like I just want to have a podcast that I can come on and just speak openly, and not have to worry about people going, "Hey, like I don't like I don't like what you said here," and you know, generalize the podcast to just that snippet of like ten minutes of information, and not focus on the whole podcast. Like that's that's what I that's what I don't agree with with these news news people going after podcasters and making ill ill will articles just to make money and speak ill will of you know a podcast of like a little snippet and speak ill will of, of the podcaster yeah. i mean if you if you know podcasts you know exactly who i'm talking about like I I side with this man through and through. Like Wasn't he it Joe Rogan? Yes it. Yeah. Like it is. Yeah. Like I I speak in generalizations because I don't want to I don't want to earn fame using somebody else's name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to plug a name and be like yo I know this guy. Like I want to earn my fame. Like this is why I wanted to come on the first first episode and really sit back and let you have the reins for the first, you know, kind of general half of it. Like let you speak about your mind, let you let you, you know, even though I interjected quite a bit, I know. Um, and you know cut in I have a really bad like a with with everything going on, it's like I have a mental battle going on every day. It's like, am I okay or am I not okay? And it's yeah. like, it's just well, a really, it, like, it's a it's a generalized battle that I think a lot of people are going to be having coming up through the month. Like, through January, February, March, April, they're really going to be wondering what the hell am I going to do? Like, everything's at home now. Work's at home. I can work at home. I can do this. Like, I don't know why this wasn't implemented, this work at home thing, through another aspect. Like, unfortunately, it was implemented through a pandemic. But, I mean, why wasn't that thought of before? Like, your accountants could stay at home and, you know, remote, like, the funny thing was, because I used to grow up with a programmer. Like, yeah. I sat next to a, like, my room was literally next to a computer programmers. Like, he made yeah. technology. He could make motherboards. He could make, you know, code. He could code a website, like, really intensively. The code that he used to write was in a language not known today. And when he passed away, unfortunately, a couple years ago, and somebody tried to pick up his stuff, they were like, I don't know what this is. What is this? What language is yeah. this? Because 
he wrote in such an old language from the 90s. Literally what, uh, what programming language this is. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, he spoke 01000100100001. Like, he spoke that shit. Like, swear to God, he was a robot. He even <laughs> spoke that. like a robot. I, I, I laugh today because I think back. I'm, I'm not, like, I don't want to speak ill will of the dead, but, I mean, it's a funny fucking thing. Every time he would get pissed off, he would do this weird shoulder thing, right? He'd do this, and then reach backwards and, like, rub the back of his neck for some reason, and then curl his tongue and do this. I was like... Okay, are you so pissed off with me right now that you are losing physical control of your body? Like, please back off. Let's let's reconsider the situation and, you know, not show your tongue to me, please. Like, that's why nowadays it's like, like you know, how, how everybody's, like, got that tongue fantasy, like, like, I can't do the tongue. Like, I don't want to see your tongue. Shut up, and I don't want to see your tongue. Like, that's the one thing I don't want to see. So I've got a question for you. Sure, like, go right ahead. Now that you, now that you brought up, like, uh, you know, your buddy, like, being literally physically angry. Yeah. How, uh, <laughs> how, do you, how do you control that? How do I control that? What do you mean? Like how, how does your anger project? How does my anger project? Oh, fuck. You should... Dude, it, it, it comes out at random times now. Like, I I have I have really, um, within the past seven, seven to eight months, like, ever since COVID hit, I was annoyed. I was pissed. I had my whole world set up. Everything set up. I had an accountant ready to go because I was just about to get my body license and write my test and actually get a solid income coming. Yeah. And I was so like I was so pissed off and I just got pissed off at the world. I just got pissed for no reason. Yeah. And then it yeah. really, it really dawned on me. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I literally had, I, I, I swear to God, I don't know how fucking stoned I got, but I swear <laughs> to God, I, I used to have, I, I'm so sad I broke it. Um, I was shaking it and I hit the corner of it just ever so slightly and it's tempered glass and you ever hit the corner of tempered glass it just goes and bye yeah. oh, I cracked it and it just went boop I was like oh oh shit oh. <laughs> my whole heart just went idiot what dumbass fuck but I mean, like I was shaking it, and but that was the bong I was smoking from, and it was like this volcano mouth long, double perk bong, and it was oh, yeah. it was, it was golden. I loved the fucking thing. I can still go out and buy another one. Like, I just, I just don't have the money right now. I'm like, fuck it. I don't even. Yeah. Excuse me, I just gotta like, I'll be right back. I just gotta go out and rock for a sec. But yeah, yeah no worries. 
Yeah, I'll I'll keep talking. Like, uh, but I was I was smoking this bong, and I honestly, but okay, it's between you and I, audience, you and I. This this man, I swear to God, I love this man. He is the best man. I swear to God, I swear to God, he has this fucking Bluetooth on, and I swear to God, if he's fucking listening, because I he's in the washroom and he's probably gonna only take like two seconds, because this this man is very controlled. I love this man. Like, this this man is amazing. He is my best friend. I would honestly do anything for this man. He is the most genuine person. He is the person I wanted to have on this podcast first. Honestly, I wanted my the love of my life on first, but she unfortunately didn't feel comfortable enough to sit down and record. But, I mean, she may or may not in time. But, I mean, All right. she is the reason why I really took a look at myself. And when I was smoking that bong and I, you know, I was thinking, right, as I do, as a fucking stoner, I love to think, right? I love to contemplate life. Like, this, okay, I need to fucking... I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I saw you back. Uh, but uh, I like to sit and I like to contemplate life, right? I like to think back. I like to go, when the fuck was it a good time for me, right? And... I was thinking one night, and I was fucking, oh, oh my god, I was ripped out of my face, right? And there's just that high, you know, where it's like, you know you're fucked up. Like, you fucking just see it, right? And it's like, you look in the mirror, and it's just, this is what my life has come to. I am, you know where I am alone staring at myself in the mirror and I'm going, am I a good fucking person? And I swear to God, this man is a fucking God. He is a five foot five God. I love this man. He is, he is my best friend. I wanted him on the first episode. This is exactly why, because he's so genuine. Hi buddy. I mean, to continue the story, but I mean, I was, I was looking at myself and I was like, am I a good person? Right. Um, I looked at myself and I was like, what the fuck? Like, why am I so fucking angry all the time? Why the fuck am I so abrasive? Why the fuck is everybody having an abrasive moment with me? But why is that such a thing? Because I had that moment and I had that, you know, split second of actually staring at myself in the mirror naked after a shower where like, like hair all over the fucking place like it is right now, because honestly haven't showered in a day. I mean, that's pretty long for me now shower pretty regularly 
And I was staring at myself naked. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Am I a good fucking person? Am I treating everybody with respect? Like, am I really being the best person I can be? And I had that, like, it almost was like an epiphany. It was like, do I fucking just treat everybody like shit and just expect everybody to, you know, bend to my will? Or yeah. is it like, is it something wrong with me? Or is it just, you know, a, a, a genuine thing between two people that, you know, just are having a misunderstanding? You know what I mean? Like, um, the way I grew up was always on the receiving end of negativity. Yeah. Like, I'll open up and I'll, 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 I'll talk about my childhood here. But, I mean, if you need a hard out here pretty soon. Uh, 3.30. Three. Three. if I can go. The latest you can go? So that's... 3.30 my time. 3.30 your time, so that's 1,600 my time. No, yeah. sorry, uh, 1,800 my time. Um, but, I mean, like, as like as I... Speaking about, like, as I grew up, like, it's... I didn't have anybody, really. Anybody in my corner. I had nobody. Everybody was abrasive to me, and I didn't know why. Like, nobody was speaking to me. Like, I would speak to everybody the same way, and I would expect everybody to, you know, treat me with the same respect as I would treat them. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a concept that, that is really lacking nowadays, is respect between two people, and honest respect between two people. Like, honestly acknowledging the fact that you got a fucking life right now that you're, you know, in between of, and you're just, you know, taking time out of your day to, you know, appease me and my request of you coming on the podcast. And it's really appreciative, and I've been speaking secretly about you. You can listen to the podcast. <laughs> but I mean, it's all genuine. It's all genuine. It's... Anytime I sit down with you, it's a genuine conversation between two men that know that they're, they're men, like not to, not to put fucking point fingers, but I mean, it's, it's nice to know that I have somebody that, you know, is comfortable enough in who they are as a person to help others. Even when himself is not okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a thing between two guys that, you know, really understand each other, right? Like, yeah. it's honestly really genuine between friends. And it's like two people that understand each other that understand that hey, we're both human. And that's really yeah. why I wanted to make the podcast is because of the way I grew up is because I didn't have fucking genuine conversations with people. I didn't. Growing up, I fucking had abrasiveness everywhere. Anywhere I fucking went, I got abrasiveness. 
I would say something at school, I would be made fun of. Because I'd be f- made fun of constantly. And I guess what I got from the teachers? Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up, wimp. Suck it up, bitch. Like, you're, don't be a little bitch. Like, that's what I got. And now to hear these kids nowadays going like, Oh, this person said this to me. Oh my god. They hurt my feelings. What? I'm sorry, what? Your feel? I have no feelings. Sorry, I have no fucks to give. Like, don't give a shit about your feelings. Maybe speak to me respectfully and then I'll think about your feelings. But I mean, yeah. we always have that genuine respect. And I love that because it's always genuine between us. And it, I think it speaks to you as a person because you are so strong. Mentally strong and phys- like literally physically strong. Like you fuck, I swear to God, if you got up and punched that wall, you would break the whole wall. Like, swear to God, man, like, I cannot say, like, great, like, enough great shit about you. Like, this podcast was amazing. I love the fact that you were even able to, you know, take time out of your day and sit down with me. I can't say that enough. And it's going to be repetitive over the last, you know, half an hour because, well, it's, it's honestly a great honor to sit down with you. It's... I do wish I could go, like, uh, a lot longer. It's just, like, the right, like, obviously, it's the beginning of the year, so obviously uh, everything that's going on with uh, with work and a bunch of other things uh, has to get done, <laughs> unfortunately. So that's why, like, we, we were originally planning this for, I think, Thursday, but then that was, like, a huge no-go for me. Yeah, like, we were originally we were originally going to do it a different time, but, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to do it today. Because, like, uh, yeah, Thursday was a huge, uh, became a huge no-go. And when we talked yesterday, I think it was time, or sorry, the other day, sorry. Um, I think I said uh, either 2 or 3 o'clock, my time, I can do it. And, yeah, full uh, send, I, I do wish that this this was a lot longer because uh, I, I genuinely miss these uh these uh kind of interactions yeah like and in these times it's just i wanted the listeners to really be a fly on the wall and be a person to listen to two people just having a good time you know shooting the shit having a good time and obviously this is only part one but this is also part one of a A a, 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 a thing it's a path I'm choosing a path and, you know, if it's, if it's going to be gravel, it's going to be gravel. If it's going to be stone, it's going to be stone. If it's going to be fucking cement, it's going to be cement. And if it turns into fucking paved road, then maybe I'll fucking paint the thing. You know? Amen. Like. Yeah, no. This has, this has been, been awesome. And thank you for, for having me as, uh, as your first guest. I don't think like I'm the hottest shit in the entire world, obviously. Well, I'm not the hottest shit either. Trust me, I'm a fucking piece of shit. I've been told my whole fucking life that I'm a piece of shit. Swear to God. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, I, I, hope, I hope people get something out of this. This is what I mean, right? It's not a date. 
they start having those those genuine conversations with people that they have in their past and people that uh, come into their future. Yeah, exactly. It's like be be open to new doors. You know what I mean? It's like the game the game of like Kevin Hart on Joe Rogan back on episode I believe oh shit 1287 1280 1287 some and 12 or in 1420 I think 1420 like both podcasts were absolutely amazing like yeah the way he spoke about life and how life is a game it just really spoke to me because I was like, fuck, yeah. Like, life is a fucking game. I swear to God. And if you are open to new levels and open to new theories, fucking shit, your whole fucking world will change. Like, you know what I mean? It's like playing Assassin's Creed and going up to a, a, a synchronizing zone and fucking hitting the fucking A and going, like... And then jumping off thinking you're fucking God and then just landing in, you know, what what is absolute bullshit of a landing. I don't give a shit at what height. You cannot fucking fall from a fucking tower into fucking twigs and leaves. You would yeah. die. <laughs> but game dynamics, man. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. But game dynamics, right? But fuck, man. Like. Now you got me thinking about that. I'm just like, yo, I should play some Assassin's Creed tonight. Oh, man, I played Odyssey. <laughs> I fucking played Odyssey, man, and it fucking, like, it absolutely, like, it blew my mind away how great it was. Like, I absolutely uh -huh. loved it. I didn't give a shit what anybody else said. I was like, I fucking love this thing. I don't give a shit. I think Like what's what's uh, your what's your take on Odyssey? Like what's what's your take? My take on it is it is a good game. It's not a good Assassin's Creed game. Right? Reason being is because it definitely takes a huge departure from the lore and from the the dynamics that were originally set. But um, I mean, it's the it's um, the war between. But I mean, and as much as Valhalla went back, uh, went a little back to the original dynamics, I think Valhalla was more of a good play on those two systems. And I understand what they were doing with Odyssey; they were definitely trying out something really, really new. Mm -hmm. And and uh, because of that and response from that, Valhalla became a better game out of it. But that doesn't detract from like Odyssey, like how good, how awesome it actually is. Like, yeah. But I mean, um, but it doesn't play to the Assassin's Creed lore as much as. Well, yeah, but I mean, it also is the fact of it kind of does. Like in the fact of that, it's it's somebody going back in their history. It's somebody yeah, going yeah. into a system, hooking up to a system. And going back through their bloodline to access this person's life. That's the synchronizing yeah, those point. But those missions, those missions were optional, right? Remember? 
Yeah, those were also DLC, but I got the full game, so I I got the full full package. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, uh, in my opinion, like where the gaming industry is going, I know this is a little bit of a departure, but uh, in, in my opinion, I think it should just be the way that it was back then. Yep. You know, you get the full game, that's the full game, and DLC is it's optional, not part of it not necessarily like what should be part of the story yeah exactly you want to add like story elements that should have just been part of the original yeah exactly yeah like if if you want to have a story have a story on a game that's going to take at least an hour and a half to play because i am one of those kids that sat down and played i think halo 2 or halo 3 all the way yeah. through, right to the end, took me four hours. Yeah. It took me four hours straight to sit down and play the whole mission, like, all the missions right right the way through. I think I was on normal or legend, or, like, the hardest level. Or not the heart, like, the legendary, but, like, the heroic or whatever. Heroic. Because I, that was the, I was, I was too much of a bitch to do legendary. <laughs> like, I just didn't want to do the... Like, I just didn't want to do the legendary part. Like, just the dying and reloading. Like, fuck, let's go. <laughs> I, I do enjoy the, the campaign. Uh, well, I think the best was Creed Odyssey. It's just campaign. But, uh, I know, well, I, yeah, but I mean, in Odyssey, you can I really steer it. Again? Well, in Odyssey, you can really steer it. Yeah. I, I enjoy story-driven games. Yeah. I, I don't play multiplayer at all because <laughs> like my my whole belief in that is like I'm not gonna play against somebody unless I can smack them in the face in real life. That's obviously a joke. But, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh, I've, I've got five minutes. You got five minutes. You need a hard out at five. Well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, well, we're going for, like, about, you know. I don't need a hard out, but just, like, Ease out. You need to ease out. All right. A soft slide out of the conversation so you can get back to work. Yeah, even though I'm working from home and I'm just, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I don't want to fucking do this. But, I mean, like... The whole, this whole podcast, I I really appreciate. There's not going to be any cuts. I swear to God, this is just going to be like the whole hard cut thing. First upload, this is going to be like the, the first journey, first step. Like this is, this is Neil Armstrong's first step of, you know, oh, yeah. what, what was his line? What was his line? You would know it the best. Yeah. One small step for a man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one small step for like two bitches that are too fucking afraid to go out, out in public and speak. <laughs> well, we can't go out in public and speak right now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I mean, oh, but once once these doors open up, I swear to God, I am gonna go. I'm gonna go speak my mind. Watch me. I'm gonna go do it. Oh hell yeah, man! Like, uh, yeah, no, I just, uh, I just want to say thank you to whoever is out there listening to us right now. Just listen to us fucking 
basically spout out um, our random own, shit. Uh, what we think about the world right now. Yeah, and, too, uh, right? Think about each other, really. But I mean, it's just I, I just wanted the listeners to be a fly on the wall between two people that honestly just you know care about each other, care about what each other you know has to represent. Like you know about my life, I know about your life, and it's it's gonna be a great part one to a multi-part series. And it's like Absolutely. I really appreciate this part one, and let there be many more parts. Like if you want to do. A part with like all your buds let's do it like if you want to part with you know speaking about a certain topic like exactly a certain topic like we can do that and please anybody that has any suggestions please leave a like comment rate whatever the fuck you do with podcasts now fuck i don't give a shit like, like comment subscribe like comment subscribe <laughs> bitches like I don't give a shit what you do. Fucking, you either listened or you didn't. Like that's this plain and simple. Either you got this far and I appreciate it, or you didn't and well, you fucking missed out. That's like, it's great in. It's gonna be great information from here on out. Like it's gonna be great content, great people, great inspirational con conversations between amazing people of like minded you know, genuine conversation. And we're, it's just going to be great content from, from here on out. Like, I hope that, you know, the sky's the limit for the podcast. The sky's the limit for my life and sky's the limit for anybody listening. Like, it's just that motivational speak to say, you can fucking do it. Like, just put your mind to something and do it. Say you're going to yeah. do something and do it. I said I was gonna. I said I was gonna make a fucking podcast. I made a fucking podcast, <laughs> and I'm gonna continue the podcast. Unlike some other fucking people that like to do podcasts and be like, I'm gonna make a podcast and I'm gonna load this podcast and then only upload two episodes and then fuck y'all bitches. I'm going home. Yeah, I know, right? And then it's like. Like, well, before the hard out, um, I just want to shout out this one podcast that I've been listening to that absolutely has been inspiring me to, to, you know, be a better person and just, you know, work hard every day. It's just the empty hand podcast. There's just not enough support for it and it's just not enough love for it. But I mean, you shouted out one thing, I shouted out one thing. Oh, yeah. Hey. I mean, we we put well, um, names of people that we love. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tag them. They they know who they are. They know their names. You know their names. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. expecting you to fucking you know be all excited over this. But I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate you. I appreciate your thoughts, your opinions, your suggestions, your conversations. I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you. Thank you, like, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you to everybody listening. This was an absolutely amazing part one. Thank you for, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining. Thank you for fucking just being here. If you made it this far, fucking thank you. Like, you're the person I want. Like, 
if you made it this far, thank you. I, from the bottom of my heart, I fucking say to the listener, to you, late, like, I almost used your other one, kicks. Like, I almost used your other call sign. But, I mean, from me, Mix, I, I love all my listeners. I, I hope you guys all have a great day. Like, great night, great fucking week, great month, great year. Let's start this thing off with a fucking bang. Like, fucking let's go. Like, 2021, let's make this our fucking year. Doesn't matter who you are. Let's make it my year. All right. Well, thanks for everybody for listening in. This has been Mixed Circles. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mixed Circles. Hell yeah, bro. All right.